This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 59 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Enjoy today's tip. I am Glenn the Geek from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Today we are thrilled to have back with us internationally respected trainer and clinician with experience in many types of training, Julie Goodnight. Julie is best known for her award-winning television show airing weekly on RFD-TV, Horse Master with Julie Goodnight. Through the show, Julie hopes to help all riders master their equestrian dreams and skills. As the Horse Master, Julie shares her wisdom she's gained by reaching her master-level CHA status and encourages all horse people to become the leaders and masters of their horses want and deserve. Natural horsemanship is founded on understanding horse behavior and the idea that horses look for leadership, direction, and assurance that they are safe and acting appropriately. Julie strives to teach you how to master the ideal and emphasizes the importance of lifelong learning. Now let's get to Julie. Well, hi, Julie, and thank, thank you for being back on Horse Tip Daily. We appreciate you being here. You always come up with some great stuff, and it's always fun to have you back. Well, thank you. Well, what do you have for us today? Well, you know, I wanted to talk about uh, an issue that comes up with a lot of people, and, and if you've had many horses, you've probably eventually had the kind of horse that was hard to catch. You go out there in the pen, and he just takes off 9-0 going the other way. And uh, I actually no, we've know... we've never had that happen. <laughs> never had that problem. <laughs> never, never, no. <laughs> I know uh, actually a really uh, easy and surefire way to cure a horse of that behavior. Um, horses are very, very keen to your level of intention and determination. And there's a process known as walking off a horse, Uh, There's more about this on my website. There's more details, but I'll just kind of quickly explain this process. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to first put on some comfortable walking shoes, and I'm I'm not going to have any kind of time constraint. Um, I'm going to spend whatever time it takes. I'm going to grab that halter. I'm going to walk into the horse's pen, hopefully a, a fairly large pen, so we don't want him to think that we can catch him just because he's confined. Right. Um, so I'm going to look, look him straight in the eye, and I'm going to walk straight towards his head with a look on my face and on my body language that says to him, I am going to catch you if it takes me all day. <laughs> okay. And I'm not going to play the little chasing games where I try to cut him off or you know run to this or run to that. As soon as he sees me coming, um, because of his bad habit, he's going to take off and run all the way to the end of the pen. Right. And I'm just going to keep walking at him. I'm not going to run. I'm not going to dodge or do any of that. But I'm going to keep staring him down right in the face with that look on my face that says, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> and what will happen is, this: uh, first of all, that's putting a lot of mental pressure on the horse. And he'll run off. He'll stick his tail up in the air and run off. And then he'll stop and he'll turn around and look, and you're still coming. And then he'll run off again, and he'll stop and turn around and look, and you're, you're still coming. And that constant pressure will begin to drive him crazy. And so at some I think point... that's what and, my wife does, Julie. 
It could work with your wife, too. I don't know. I've never tried it with my husband, but um, at some point, the horse can't take the pressure anymore, and he gets this very strong sense that his efforts are uh, worthless, that no matter what he does, you're still coming. Mm -hmm. And so uh, at some point, he will stop and turn and face you and put his head down. That's his way of giving up. And at that point, um, what I'm going to do is stop and turn my back to the horse because I want to reward his behavior. I want to reward his decision by taking the pressure off. Hmm. In most instances, then I'll be able to walk right up to that horse and put the halter on. And if if I'm really trying to retrain a horse that's been very bad at this, um, on that first instance, and it might take, um, a bad horse might take you 20 maybe even 30 minutes. The worst one I've ever done took me about 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, which I'm going to put the halter on. Which is less time than chasing them around the field a lot of times. Well, if you add it up, it, and that's just the one time it's right. going to take that long. The next day when you go back to do it, it's, if he runs off at all, it's probably going to be about two minutes. Okay. Because he now knows what's going to happen if he runs off is you're going to keep coming. Um, but in that first uh, time, I would probably put a halter on the horse. I might have a carrot in my pocket. After I've caught him, after I've put the halter on him, I might slip him a carrot. Then I'm going to take the halter off and walk away. Oh, so you're not really going to bring him in or do anything with uh-uh. him at that first time? No, okay. that was the training session for the day. Um, tomorrow I'm going to come back and do the exact same thing, only it's going to take me a fraction of the time. Um, a lot of times on the second day, the horse doesn't resist at all. A really bad horse might, two or three times, you might have to walk him off uh, a couple more times, but each time it's going to be drastically shorter. And um, the thing about horses is once they know your level of determination, they they pretty much give into it. So uh, it, it's, a, it's an easy thing to do. It's not a fast thing, um, but it's pretty easy. Everyone I've ever known that's tried it has had success with it. That's a great tip. I, you know, you, you always come up with the best stuff, and I guess that comes from a lot of experience and traveling around the world uh, doing this stuff. It is, and I really try to aim my teaching at what people need to learn the most and uh, the things that I have learned in, in my lifetime of being around horses that have been meaningful to me are the things that I try to teach others. And they can learn more about you at juliegoodnight.com, correct? Absolutely, and if you click on the training library, there's um, um, just dozens and dozens, maybe hundreds of articles about, including how to cure the hard-to-catch horse. And if they want to see what a a clinician's life is truly like, go to your schedule, go to her schedule sometime on her website, and you'll see that a a clinician of Julie's caliber is not home much. No, I'm not. I'm on the road about 40 (laughs) weeks a year, so it's... It's, uh, it's not bad, but, they're, but it, it's not all uh, fun and games either. <laughs> a lot of hotels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Julie, thanks a lot, and we'll see you again soon. You bet. It's my pleasure. Julie will be back with us periodically with a variety of practical and useful training tips. If you like Julie and want to learn more about her, it is juliegoodnight.com. She was also one of the most popular guests we have ever had on the Stable Scoop show. You can go to stablescoop.com, episode 40. I don't have an email for you today, but you can drop me an email at glenn with two ends at horseradionetwork.com. And of course, don't forget to check out all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. 
Well, I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone.